Welcome to the BizTech Insight Podcast with Michael Axelson, the information systems guy who likes to chat about information technology and business. In this episode, I'm talking with John Halliday of Technology Governance Services. So here I am today, I'm talking with John Halliday. Now, John, you're with Technology Governance Services, PTY LTD. Yes. Uh, and what's your job title to get the description right? Yes, I'm Director of Technology Governance Services and we drive we help organisations to drive business value and return on their investment in information technology, focusing on business risks associated with that. But it doesn't sound like it's all about the tech. No, no. Uh, when I first started my career, and certainly when I was doing IT audits and IT risk reviews um, as a focus, as a, as a, um, or, or even in the auditing days when I was when I was um, in the Auditor General's department or internal audit or, or risk advisory at, at uh, my previous employee. It was largely about technology risks and how you maintain, how you can contain that, such as you know, access controls, backup recovery, change control, IT general controls. It's all about that context. But uh, I realised in my journey, especially in the last three years since I've started the business, it's all about the value and the context of the business outcomes. Okay, so because I when I first knew. You're definitely, you know, you wore the IT audit hat, but it fi- it's feels like that's kind of morphed into something that's more business related. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's a value driver. The IT or tech, the technology investment is, is an enabler. It's very much reminding me, and the applied business architecture framework, it's very much reinforcing. It's all about the business. It's not all about technology. But would you say you're more technical than business oriented? Or how did you start out? Were you an accountant? Yeah, I... Um, uh, started my career in the Auditor General's Department many years ago as a graduate uh, accountant and uh, then st- went through a number of positions as systems accountant, management accountant, financial accountant, financial controller within the Queensland uh, Public Service. Um, and then I went uh, started my own business and uh, joined a large international accounting firm um, for 11 years when I was director of the information technology risk advisory uh, stream uh, and then in the last three years yeah um, it's all about the technology governance yeah rather than technology risk and techo stuff it's all part of the overall um, outcome for, for an organization yeah so you do technology governance um, how do you think that information technology governance lists links to say business processes yeah um, Certainly, the, the in the context of everyone in, who's looking at that process needs to keep in mind the business outcome, the business objective. Why are we here? What's what's the what's the end result? Uh, sure, in some business processes, they're contained in terms of requirements and where to go, waterfall or agile or, or, or review, and in terms of the system development life cycle. Um, but um, it's certainly. Business, business objectives, business outcomes, strategic pillars. What, 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 what? How can we hook those um, either projects or processes to uh, reinforce? What, what's the business trying to get out of this? And that, and that sort of um, reinforces to me. It's not about the technology or necessarily the process. Uh, and since the, um, I've just gone down the journey of the applied business architecture concepts. It's largely also about business capabilities. So technology processes, what business capability are you trying to help the organisation build 
and the organisation should have already aligned itself with what, which business capabilities are important for the customer. So we shouldn't be trying to build maturity in a business capability that technology says, um, you, this is wonderful, we've increased our maturity from scale one to scale four, but the business turns around and says, but the customer's not asking for that capability, so we've wasted our time. So, yeah. so that sounds like a solution looking for a problem. Yeah, well, and that's unfortunately does happen. Um, mm. But if you take a deep breath and look at technology as an enabler, uh, and keep in mind, getting back to your processes question, um, what technology is underpinning that process? Are you looking for improvements in efficiency? So therefore you might have workflow or um, mm. uh, a better um, uh, yeah, cloud-based access anywhere in place, any time. So yeah, some logical technology um, links to how you might improve that process. But if you're improving a process that the customer doesn't want, then my point is, if you've got the objectives right and the strategic pillars right and the business outcomes right, then you can hook to that uh, outcome. Have you ever seen, because because you're a consulting company, you mm. have clients. Mm. Have you ever seen a client who'd had used a technology to solve a problem that didn't exist or that someone didn't want solving? Have you seen a circumstance where the process was, all this technology is applied to it and it didn't actually deliver that value? Yeah, it, it's probably the best examples are in investing in the wrong technology. So as technology changes, they didn't look far enough in the future to say, well, um, is this application going to be redundant in two, three, four, five years? Uh, which is, I'm, I must admit, it's a bit of a, a punt or a risk, but if you don't look at that time frame, then um, I guess some of the uh, industry investments like NDIS is um, driving organisations. So it's the National Disability Insurance Thank Scheme? You. Yes, yes. Um, you're finding that the the big organisations who've had traditional large investments in servers and applications and monolithic enterprise resource planning ERP applications, um, that they're competing with someone who can leverage Office 365, um, they can switch on all of the uh, data loss prevention and all the regulatory switches within Office Just 365. Just in the cloud, yep. Yeah, and, the, and the cloud. And, and they've got the same feature set, same capability, and they didn't have to spend. What's a, what's a good data centre cost these days? Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, it depends on yeah, many, many, many tens of, tens of, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I was going to say a couple of hundred K, and then you've got to have the yeah. people that run it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the, concept of, the concept of needing um, uh, that in-house. Mm. Uh, it, That's it, all changed. It, it's just changed. And it, it, when you said before, um, uh, is it as good as, well, in some cases, it's, it's better than the, the monolith investment that you had. Mm. And, and, and the cost doesn't vary. <laughs> you know what it's going to be. If I want more, it pays more. If I don't want Absolutely. less, it pays it's, less. It's, it's, it's as a service. And the frustration is that your assets that you have sitting there have not run their economic useful life. So they've still got about two, three, four, five years, perhaps, mm. of, of potential investment. But, but the market says... Uh, so that asset might well be impaired in the, from the accounting uh, mm, So context. it's not worth what you paid for it. No, no. And this is, I suppose, this comes back to, here's my process. I've built my process and this is how it all works. Here's the technology to support all that. But when you've gone to do that, you've built a technology stack that supported this process mm. that suddenly is obsolete and out of date. And now you need to rebuild that process yes. with different technologies probably. At some point you'll have to. Correct. I guess the move to the agile context is helped the value-driven mm -hmm. perspective on 
on that rather than um, I'm taking a long time to bring this project in at the classic waterfall, sequential requirements, specs, technical specs. It's interesting you say that because at the moment in our classes, this is what we're talking about is, you know, we spend three, four years on a traditional waterfall project developing something, delivering something that the people uh, no longer want or we got it completely wrong at the get-go. Um, career highlights for you. What, what would you say? You've, I won't say you've been around forever, but you've been... <laughs> You know, you've seen a lot of change in that career of yours and, you know, career highlights? Yeah, um, certainly my association with CPA, uh, on the, uh, being on the corporates committee for about six or seven years and contributing to that, um, I guess, uh, wider outcome. Um, uh, Did you so find yourself labelled, he's the IT guy, don't talk to him? Or were you the person um, who was the translator for the business people? Yeah, we, it's, we, I guess the corporate committee didn't necessarily overly focus on the tech, technology stream. It was just contributing generally. All the governance. Yes, and, and governance and uh, and member outcomes and member conversations and um, and also meeting up quite a good wide cross-section of other uh, professionals in, in the area. Um, I'd say the other... I, I, I chaired the CPA IT discussion group for about 14 years. So, um, yep. Um, that was pretty well had monthly or bi-monthly or two monthly meetings um, uh, but that was quite quite good interacting with a number of people to uh, to, to organize the presentations and the logistics and, and what have you um, so to me all, all the highlights you're pointing out are here's a business how does technology interact with that but it's all about the people yeah well certainly from a professional um, highlight perspective um, whether you're in CPA CA or IPA it's, it's um, IPA uh, the uh, public accountants the, the third Third body. Um, I think there's a fourth and a fifth actually, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> Isn't Seema out there? Anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, I guess the highlights is what I've chosen to the journeys I've gone down or the the roads I've gone down to further my own education. Um, mm. So the graduate diploma uh, that I've done, and I didn't take it any further than that. But um, information systems management, the COVID, um, both the four point one mm. and the five foundation, and as I said. Previously, this, uh, this, the the CIGIT certified governance enterprise IT, IT for IT, and the and the applied business architecture. It's all helping um, mould the thinking, mold, and, and I guess the uh, the ability to actually interact with more than just one uh, sector. Such as it's not all about technology. It's a bit about audit, a bit about governance, a bit about business outcomes, mm. uh, and having that cross section. I guess of of interaction is being so. I'm hearing lots of you know, sharpening the saw, learning and seeing what else is out there. I suppose yeah. that's the interesting thing with technology, with it changing how things are done quite regularly. Uh, you can't just learn something today and expect that it'll be the same in a decade's time. Oh, absolutely. Well, look at the artificial intelligence. Time. Yeah. Um, um, the, the risk of that on, on job expectations, uh, but the value-add aspect of, of, of where it will create new jobs and new analytics and, and business intelligence and data analytics and, and, uh, and another journey has been around stochastic analysis and monitoring. Oh, God, analysis. no. Let's stop so it right there. Don't, don't, don't get me started on that. But no, that, I won't. That's certainly... That's certainly uh, you sound suspicious like you're about to start. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to someone starting out their career today, if you're in that boat? Yeah. Um, connect with lots of people. Um, listen a lot. Um, it's... It's it's, uh, it's it's largely about putting some foundations in place where you get the skill set and then you position yourself to 
um, jump off in a, a direction that, that motivates you or stimulates you. Um, uh, and in my case, it was the, it was the technology stream and, the, and, and governance and, and order and so on. Um, but at least get, the, get your foundations uh, right. Uh, and um, um, that's probably the best. Just to keep, keep your eyes and ears open to, to different views, different perspectives. Get out there and meet people, network with them, find out what interests you, and yeah, yeah. always learn. Yes, and, and be active in learning. Mm. Uh, that's one thing that I'm thoroughly enjoying about my current journey. Is I'm just a sponge for, for new ideas and information, and, and um, step back and saying, how do how do I how do I apply that? How do I how do I implement that? And, and uh, try and help the customer from that perspective. Uh, the different uh, different view that takes in multiple aspects of, of uh, my journey. Look, thanks very much for your time today, John. Really appreciate that. And see you next time. Yep, thanks, Mark. It's been good fun.